Hello, I am Loki Martinez, and you are listening to the We Are Rising podcast. Hey everybody, you are listening to the We Are Rising podcast. Today, I am joined by a very special guest. Today, I have with me all the way from Juan, Rookie Martinez. And uh, Rookie, I appreciate you joining me for this interview, especially uh, this late in the day. <laughs> no, thank you for having me. Yeah, it's, uh, it's an honor to be on the show. Thank you. Um, uh, well, so tell me, why, uh, just uh, give a little bit of a... Uh, background on you like what uh when did you start when did you go into mma um you know actually i started mma i believe my first amateur fight was like 2005 it was a little bit after high school i graduated in 2004 and then um i jumped into uh matt hume uh and and amc and uh that's where i actually started and uh yeah from there i've been fighting since actually so were you in in the United States when when you started? Yes, yes, um, the Seattle area. Yes. Okay. I actually graduated high school out there. Okay, well, so you were born in the United States. Uh, no, actually, I was born in Guam, then moved to the states, and then I moved back to Guam. Ah. Uh, so. Okay. Yeah, I lived out there for about eight years, though. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, so can you just uh, t- what what is uh. For people who may not know what Guam or are familiar with the country, what uh, can you describe the country and just tell us what it's like to live there? Um, it's actually a small Pacific island, um, just below um, Japan and the Philippines. Um, we're actually pretty close to both, so um, yeah, you know, it's a uh, uni- uh, territory of the United States, actually. Mm-hmm. So um, it's it's very Americanized out here. Yep. Um, it's funny because on the uh, English feed for the uh, 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 I don't know if they do it for the Japanese feed, but for the English feed for Ryzen shows, they put the American flag next to your name. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I think actually, a lo- well, we actually do have a Guam flag, but um, they've been putting the American flag. So, so uh, I think that's yeah, th- we have our own. That's funny. I think it, it throws off some people because I think some people watch it and they go, "Wait, Guam? That's probably nice." Yeah, place. yeah, yeah. You know, I would think so too. <laughs> um. But uh, so uh, can you just talk uh, about how you got started with Ryzen? I know your your first fight was with them last year. Uh, just talk. Um, yeah. So um, actually, just maybe July, uh, maybe three months before my fight with Jerome LeBanner and uh, Ryzen, I had fought in deep for the uh, the Megaton title, um, and I won that fight. And from there, kind of, I guess, it gave me the opportunity to fight in Ryzen. And, um, you know, we got an offer to fight Jerome LeBanner, and, I mean, that, for me, was a no-brainer to take. <laughs> mm. And I uh, just want to uh, clarify, you beat uh, Jaideep Singh to get that title, right? Uh, yes, I did. Mm. Uh, and uh, so, after uh, you got the fight uh, with uh, Jerome LeBanner, did you, uh, were you familiar with Jerome LeBanner before? Uh, oh, yes. Uh, um, man, I, I, I watched his kickboxing fights, you know, before. Um, I would watch um, K1 and like Pride, you know, back when I 
was a little bit younger and um, also getting into MMA, you know, I was still pretty big. So I was definitely familiar with them. Mm -hmm. Were you at all, uh, when you, when you got the fight and, and were you at all nervous or were you anxious that you're fighting this kickboxing legend and that, uh, Uh, given his pedigree? What's funny is I thought I was the most relaxed I've ever been. I just was actually just excited to be there. And, you know, of course, like I said, growing up watching pride, um, it was like uh, pretty nostalgic for me and, you know, in the back in the opening ceremony and just kind of getting that feel of being in um, Japan's biggest MMA show. I was just happy to be there. Honestly, I, didn't, I wasn't uh, too nervous about the fight. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, we're going to be talking about about your most recent fight, but I do want to talk a little bit about the JLB fight. Uh, when okay. Particularly what happened, uh, how you ended it so quickly with a, uh, I think it was a scarf hold uh, yes. submission. Um, yes, yeah. Can you just talk about uh, just a, a, that fight and just, you know, how, like, what the strategy for that fight was? Um, you know, actually, I don't, I didn't have a strategy going into the fight. Um, you know, people were like, oh, just because, like, the takedown was so easy. I, I just, um, you know, in training and stuff, when people throw a lot of kicks at me, or I know it's a guy who likes to kick a lot, I'm pretty good at catching a kick and, uh, or, uh, or knees and taking the guy down. So, I mean, it took, the, the opportunity was there and, I took him down, and actually, when I got on top, um, I was talking to my cornerman. I was like, "Oh, it's okay. We'll just wear him down, you know, a little. Maybe I'm um, take him to the second round or something." Um, but then from there, the, the the guard pass was pretty easy, and then he's, his arm positioning was there for the. I could have either went for a head and arm choke or the um, scarf hold, but since uh, my old coach too, Josh Barnett, was in the back, I was like, oh, "I'll get mm-hmm. the scarf hold," <laughs> you know. I, kind of thought about it and uh it was there and it was a little bit easier than expected but um i do pull that off in training all the time so it's it's something i'm pretty comfortable with too mm. oh it was a very unique uh submission you don't see a, a, that type of submission uh especially in the heavyweight division ever pulled off yeah 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 it's pretty rare and um uh, i know josh barnett made it pretty popular when he um when he got dean lister in it and the, mm-hmm. in their grappling match mm-hmm. so um and, but I, then I would use it in training all the time. <laughs> uh, so, so is Josh Barnett, is he, uh, how often does he come to uh, Spike 22? Uh, well, actually, man, he hasn't been to Guam in a long time. Like, this was before I knew him. I actually knew him from, from the States at, with um, AMC, and then I had also went down to California and trained with them at um, CSW with, at Eric Paulson's gym. Uh, okay. So uh, that's, that's how I had, um, had known him. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, so uh, let's uh, talk about the yeah. mo- your most recent fight, which you won by by knockout in the first round. Um, when this fight was first, in- well, I gotta ask first. Um, when they uh, Ryzen informed you about who you're fighting, did you miss? Did you miss hear uh, like I did and thought that you would be actually fighting Mark Hunt? Um, actually, no, not really. Because when they gave me his name, they actually gave his uh, real name. Oh, they did. And then I saw that he, yeah. So I saw his nickname. After- afterwards and i was like oh that's interesting you know um i had actually i haven't heard of him prior to that mm-hmm. which is uh i was kind of surprised because actually i'm pretty up to date with the heavyweights in our region so um yeah I, I i hadn't heard of him prior to that they announced uh, on the press conference they announced him as the last as 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 the samurai mark hunt 
And yeah, so I think that confused a lot of people. <laughs> it did to me. It did to me until yeah. until someone on a, J- a Japanese MMA Twitter corrected uh, corrected everybody. And uh, unfortunately, a collective sigh of "Oh, Mark Hunt's not in uh, Ryzen yet." Uh, oh, yeah, went through yeah. the went through Twitter. Um, uh-huh. But uh, yeah, so did you? So you, if you did, you happen to uh, uh, look find any videos, or were you able to prepare uh, yeah. for him? I, I actually, yeah, I found a couple videos on him, and uh, I, I, I mean, I just, I'm pretty, I don't look too much into videos on my opponents. Uh, I kind of saw what I needed to see, and but he, you know, I, he, he seemed pretty tough, and uh, he was a guy who was willing to trade. I thought mm-hmm. it'd be a good matchup. Mm-hmm. Now, the fight itself, um, I, it, it was... Was your strategy uh, to keep it standing up through uh, throughout? Um, yeah, actually, this one was uh, pretty much to um, let my hands go and uh, put on a show because I, was, I really wanted to build a, a good fan base um, in Japan. I felt like I kind of disappointed everybody on the the banner fight. Um, I think it was a little too fast, and you know, I didn't really get to put on a good show. So this one, I was pretty set on letting my hands go and um, trying to get a knockout and gain some fans and, uh, you know, and just make everybody happy and excited. Um, I noticed that you were also wearing shoes during uh, the match. Did you, was that, do you wear, was that for any specific reason? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I always train with shoes. Um, I've fought before in Japan with shoes. Um, so I just, I, I kind of feel like I can get a better grip and, uh, more power on my punches and stuff like that with shoes. So uh, I just figured I'll, I'll wear them. I, was, I wasn't too worried about a submission game with, like, leg locks, so I figured I'd wear them. Well, that's, I, this fight did not go to the ground at all. Uh, and uh, there were – I think you threw about maybe four or five leg kicks, and he threw about maybe one, maybe two, if I can remember correctly. Um, but, uh, yeah, this entire fight was just contested – with 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 punches, uh, how did did how did how how did he? I mean, did was he at all a, a hard hitter when when he when he when he tagged you? Um, no, nah, I mean, I would I'd say I'd definitely been hit harder by other opponents. Uh, I, I would say his power was decent, but when I felt his punches, I knew he couldn't hurt me. Um, and uh, yeah, so not not really too surprised on his power. Now he was what before right before the fight was ended. He was still throwing before the referee uh, stepped in. Um, yeah. Were you at all just surprised at this that that almost yeah, this guy was still that this guy was still throwing despite you know you laying heavy bombs on him? Uh, I wasn't too surprised. Uh, I kind of I, mean, I had an idea he was a tough guy, um, but I could also see that he. <laughs> He wasn't, um, in his eyes, I could tell he was out of it. You know, he's kind mm. of seemed out on his feet. Mm. And I'm actually glad the refs stopped it. As much as I want to see the guy, like, you know, end in the knockout where he falls, um, I've had an opponent where I felt like the ref should have stopped it before. And, you know, I saw him in the back locker room afterwards, and, man, the guy was in such bad shape. And it's kind of kind of hurt me a little bit to see a guy get hurt like that. So I was happy to see that he stopped it early before the, you know, some people are too tough for their own good. and. You know, you don't want to see anybody get hurt too bad. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw him in the back locker room afterwards, uh, Samurai Mark Hunt, and, uh, you know, his, his face was pretty messed up. And so I think it was a good stoppage. Mm. When, did you, when did you know that you, that you, that you had him uh, uh, when he was hurt? 
Do you recall? Um, well, there were a couple times earlier in the round where I, I, I stunned him as well. Uh, but I don't want to rush it either. Um, then after I threw that second head kick was when I could really see he was, uh, he was you know, pretty rocked. So that's when I kind of put on the pressure a little bit. Mm. And, uh, yeah, the ref stopped it at that point. Mm. Uh, so right now, uh, if you can talk about it, what is your future of Ryzen? Do you have any more fights on your contract? Uh, well, actually, we're working on something now. I can't really say too much on it, uh, but uh, the future looks really bright, actually. So, um, yeah, I can't. I can't wait to see what comes up. Okay. Uh, how about with a uh, deep or uh, any other promotions? Do you have anything going on with any other promotions? <clears throat> uh, with deep, I may do like a title defense in between. Um, but right now, I kind of I like what Ryzen's doing, and uh, you know, I don't mind sticking with them and. Um, I, man, I love the organization and man, uh, Japan, um, Japanese MMA, man, it's, you know, it's, it's different and uh, uh, it's something I really like. And also, just uh, well, just briefly, want to talk about uh, yeah, uh, for uh, Spike 22, Miyu Yamamoto came in to train uh, for her fight against uh, 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 Sugiyama. Uh, can you talk yes. about what it was like training with her? Um, man, she's, she's uh, you know, she's really... Um, She's good. She's a high high level, uh, definitely a high level wrestler, and uh, you know it's kind of good to have any type of that knowledge in your camp. You know, um, yeah, you know it's good having her out on, on Guam. She's actually still here, um, so you know a- anything like anybody with that type of level of wrestling will definitely help out your team. You know, even though it's female wrestling, her technique's really good. So you know we're we're happy to have her. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, uh, that's basically all the questions I have. Is there anything else that I uh, that you like to mention about uh, your fight, uh, Spike Twenty Two, yourself, or anything that you want to mention that I haven't brought up? Um, no, I think you got it pretty much covered. Um, yeah, I'm just excited to uh, um, get a fight with Ryzen hopefully soon and uh, put on better shows or you know good shows and uh, stuff like that. So. Uh, do you have any? Uh, do you want to give a shout out to any sponsors, your team, or to your, or or put uh, plug your social media or anything of that sort? Um, yeah, man. You know, I'd like to definitely give a shout out to my gym, Spike Twenty Two. Um, I believe we're one of the premier gyms on on uh, on the region in the region. And um, yeah, if um, anybody wants to check me out, I post a lot of my training stuff and on my Instagram. Um, so it'll be uh, Roki underscore Martinez eighty six. Uh, um, you can keep up with my schedule on there. I, I, I like to post a lot of my training and uh, daily activities on there. Okay, great. And uh, definitely when you have your next fight, we definitely would love to talk to you about it uh, before and after. Um, All right, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, you know, if anything's announced, then uh, yeah, just let me know and you can do it. Ex- excellent, Ms. Martinez. I appreciate you uh, taking your time out today, and uh, I hope that you have a great day and look forward to talking to you again in the future. All right, thank you. Uh, Thanks for having me, and uh, have a good rest of the day as well. Thank you very much. Take care. Thank you. All right, take care. You too. Bye. Hey, everybody. You are listening to the We Are Rising podcast. I'm Andrew Benjamin, and I'm joined again today by... A returning guest, uh, Rocky, Rocky, excuse me, Martinez 
uh, talking all the way from Guam. Uh, and uh, once again, uh, Rocky, I appreciate you doing this interview, uh, taking your time out to do this. Oh yeah! Ah, thank you for having me again. Appreciate it. You know, it's so funny. You know, the di- the day that we did the um, the week we did the first interview, uh, the when the day that we were supposed to upload it, uh, we got the news about the about you facing Crocop, and so what? Oh. It was like it was like ah shit! Like it had to come out that day. It really had to come out like literally that day. Um, but um. Yeah, that's the that's the big news, and uh, I gotta I gotta ask, um, what was your thoughts when uh, you were you were uh, at, told you'd be fighting Crow Cop? Oh man, uh, you know, of course I was definitely excited. Um, you know, I mean, another opportunity again to fight another legend, and uh, man, like I said, just just excited. Uh, so obviously you are very familiar with Crow Cop, and. Um, I'm just curious, uh, curious to know right now. Uh, how is your training any different right now for this type of fighter that Crow Cop is? Um, I mean, I would say, of course, now I'm training. Um, you know, when I do my rounds, of course, I'm more aware of you know his his weapons like his kicks, his straight left punch and stuff like that. So I'm having my partners kind of do that um, a bit more often than they normally would, just so I can get used to seeing it but um other than that no I, I mean my training pretty much is the same you know i still have the same schedule and all that uh right now would you say this is the most important fight in your career oh yeah by far uh and uh is is that at all a motivation for you or is there is there any is is, is that a type of motivation for you uh how important this fight is um yes definitely uh a huge motivation. I mean, you know, if I win this fight and and put on a really good show and performance, um, man, a lot of doors will open. And I mean, really, I can, you know, sum up myself as a legit, um, you know, top uh, heavyweight fighter in the world. And you know, so it's uh, definitely motivating. That's for sure. Uh, now, one of the things about when I looked at both your records is that if we uh, is that Crow Cop is on an eight fight win streak, and if we take away the majority decision uh, uh, draw on yours, you also have an eight fight uh, win streak. Um, is that uh, are you? Uh, it, how do you how do you look to continue that uh, that winning streak on your end? How do you see this fight going, or how do you want it to go? Oh uh, uh, man, yeah, you know, I, I want to keep that winning streak. Uh... I haven't lost in a while, but man, that last loss hurt pretty bad, and I just I don't want to lose again. And um, you know, as far as the way I see the fight going, I'm just gonna find any way I possibly can to get the win, and um, and also look for the finish again. You know, I want to be a finisher as well. So um, it's just win and finish is my ultimate goal. Now, the last fight you had with uh, with the last samurai, Mark Hunt, uh, that fight was. All, was standing the entire time, and do you do you want to take this fight to the ground? Because I I can't see you want. Would you want to try to stand uh to stand with a uh, crow cop? Uh man, you know like, if the fight starts standing up, um, from there I can't say whether. I mean, I, I just I don't know whether it's gonna go to the ground right away or not. You know, I mean, I might see something in the stand up where I'll feel comfortable, and you know, we can I'll stay standing or. You know, like, it's kind of hard to play until the fight actually happens. But 
you know, that's what kind of why I train the way I do. I'm, I'll be ready for whatever I see, you know, and I can capitalize on whatever comes my way. So kind of hard to say right now, you know, and the fight could be all stand up for all I know. And it's, uh, it's not, it's not anything I'm going to shy away from. Mm. Um, you know, if, 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 if I feel successful on the stand up part, I'll, I'll keep it standing. Um, you know, like Krokop's not bad on the ground either. You know, everyone's like, Oh, just take him down. But, He's not. He's not too bad on the ground. I mean, you know, it's not. It's not like oh, just take him down and finish. You know, it's easier said than done. Uh, he's got a good ground game as well. You know, so uh, we'll, I guess we'll see when the fight comes. Have you heard the uh, infamous story about how he tapped out uh, Fabricio Verdum uh, while they were uh, training together? Yeah, I, I haven't heard that, but yeah. at the same time, it, I wouldn't be surprised. You know, I've I've seen him move on the ground. Um, and, um, yeah, you know, it's not surprising, but yeah, it's the first time I've heard of that. Um, yeah, supposedly that, uh, that is what happened. Um, I don't know if it's true or one of those MMA legend things that just, you know, is an exaggeration, but supposedly that is what happened. Um, uh, now I'm curious, I'm curious to know about, about your weight going to this fight. Are you doing, are you trying, planning to like cut any weight or are you going to go into the fight heavy or just the same weight, um, just for, uh, the help with the, with the fight? Uh, actually, interestingly, um, his, his side asked for a, a, a limit of 110 kilos, um, which is 10 kilos under the normal, uh, heavyweight limit. So, you know, um, I have to come in under that, um, but it's my fight, my last fight, I was just about at that weight, so I'm not sure what they were thinking, if maybe they thought I was a kind of a bigger guy and they thought I would have to cut weight or whatnot, but I'm pretty much on weight for what, what they asked for, um, but yeah, it kind of surprised me that he wanted a 110 kilo uh, weight limit. Yeah, I don't think he's ever asked for a weight limit before. Hmm. I, yeah. I can't I can't recall myself. No, I didn't I didn't even know about that about there even being a weight limit. Um, uh, I just yeah. figured it was just at the gen at like at a uh, generic heavyweight um, uh, limit. Yeah, no, it's uh one ten kilos, and we're usually limited at one twenty kilos. So, oh, but I know he's, uh, that guy's way bigger than one hundred twenty kilos. So mm-hmm. that's, mm-hmm. that's interesting. Uh, uh, I had no problem with that. Now, one of the things I've noticed about Krokop, um, a lot of his earlier losses were against smaller heavyweights like Randleman, Hunt, Fedor, mm-hmm. and um, a, a, they, a lot of them, well, well, Hunt and Randleman, uh, Randleman uh, I don't know about Fedor, I think Fedor was about six feet or six foot one, but uh, they, oh, some of them have, have the same height, uh, same body type as you. Do you think that, that, your, that your height uh, and... Um, your body type going to this, into this uh, fight will be an advantage against Crow Cop? Uh, well, now that you bring that up, I mean, yeah, I think it could be. Um, but also, I think, like, you know, when you look at my size and you kind of see my body type, I, I think I move a lot better than what people would expect. So, um, you know, I, uh, I think I'm fine where I'm at, you know, size and everything-wise. So I think I'll be good to go. Not too worried about that. Mm. Uh, now, if you d- do beat Crow Cop, um, who would you? Is there anybody else that you would like to fight? Uh, uh, if you uh, beat him, um, I think yeah. If I beat him, I'd you know, I'd, I'd want to fight another big name. Um, 
and uh, you know, keep it going, see how good I really am, uh, you know, test myself. Um, but at the same time, I'm not too picky with my opponents, you know, I just like to fight as well. So, um, you know, see what happens after and what other offers come up. Now, uh, if you do beat Crow Cop, and now uh, that would be an, an along of JLB, you might have to go by the nickname, the K1 Killer. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, everybody keeps talking to me about that. So, yeah, that'd be interesting, you know. So then, obviously, the next opponent, yeah. obviously, after those two, would have to be Bob Sapp. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> and he's on the card, too, so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like regarding your training, uh, can, uh, without, uh, what can you tell us about what you're doing training wise right now? Are you going back and looking at tapes of Crow Cop, uh, through his, uh, through his fight history or how, how are you approaching this fight any differently than, uh, your other fights if you are? Uh, yeah, you know, I, what I've, I've done a lot is I have a lot of my training partners kind of just throw the way he does, you know, I mean, of course it's going to be hard to find somebody who throws like him but um i kind of have them just do what what he would normally do and um just so i can see it just so i'm constantly seeing the kicks and you know his straight punches um but yeah other than that man i just i just train hard really like to me that's the number one thing is like I, i i'm just training as hard as i can and my conditioning is probably my number one priority, or not probably, it is my number one priority, and I feel like that's really what's going to carry me through this fight, and, um, you know, I want to make him tired as well. I see he got he got bigger, um, you know, um, he's carrying more muscle, and uh, I think he's going to tire out a little bit faster, and, um, and, and uh, interestingly, too, he's the one who requested the 10-minute round, um, so I'm, I'm guessing he thinks I'm going to gas out, uh, but I think he'll be surprised when I um, get into the later part of the round, you know, so I just really banking on the conditioning part of it. Mm-hmm. Well, so far, uh, well, at least in Ryzen, your, your fights have not ge- gone beyond the first mm-hmm. round. So, uh, yeah, uh-huh. one of the things that um, actually I think it was uh, Frank Trigg on the last uh, Ryzen show that you were on, he mentioned about your cardio being exceptional for heavyweights. Yeah, man. I mean, uh, I have a. I, I work with one of um, always my strength and conditioning coach. Uh, his knowledge is, you know, just what he knows in terms of, of that aspect of the fight game. It's man, it's helped me a lot. And uh, you know, I'm, I mean, I'm out working like the lighter weight guys, and you know, and ar- around here, and it's just, you know, it's it really is just all hard work. But also, he strategizes the type the formats of our training on that day and you know we're just it's really beneficial to my camp since i've been working with them <clears throat> now the topology um website under the ryzen 13 uh page has you as the underdog in this fight do you see yourself as as an underdog or do you are you are you confident going to this fight that you're that's going to go your way uh, you know, on the outside looking in, I can see why they, I, you know, I'd be the underdog. Um, it's no surprise to me, but from my my point of view, I, I mean, I I know for sure I have the capabilities of beating him, and um, 100% confident. In my head, I'm favored, you know, so, but I can see why people think I'm the underdog. Uh, now, the one of the fights that has people talking, oh, that people are 
talking about, or actually didn't even say talking about, because one of the fires requested, uh, Jiri Prochaska, uh, uh, has said that he wants to fight Krokop. Now, if you defeat Krokop, would the possibility of fighting Jiri Prochaska be something that you would be interested in, since he was going in that direction? Um, yeah, you know, actually, you know, when I, when I kind of look at it, and I, I look back, you know, or from the outside, I, uh, I know Krokop and Jiri, they're kind of like, I think they're setting them up to fight on the New Year's Eve card. So, uh, man, man, maybe they're thinking I'm a feeder fight and, you know, Jiri's opponent's a feeder fight so they can, you know, set up that perfect uh, New Year's Eve uh, matchup that everybody wants to see too. But I don't mind spoiling the party, you know. And uh, yeah, um, if I win and Jiri wins and, and they want to see that fight, let's do that one too, you know. Let's, let's give the fans what they want. Um but yeah, I plan to uh, spoil that party if that's what they were planning. <laughs> uh, well, the uh, the other question I have, uh, if you were to fight Jiri, is if it were to be a light heavyweight, would you be able to get down to uh, the light heavyweight uh, minimum for Ryzen? Uh, I think with time I could. Uh, but I don't know how soon they'd want that fight. It'd have to be pretty reasonable too, you know. <laughs> um, but that's something I'd, I'd be interested in. Uh, kind of have to wait to see what their time limit or time frame of that fight would be I, i'm sure you wouldn't mind meeting somewhere in between you know either um i mean i'll come down a little bit if you want it's, you know if they, they want to shoot for it pretty soon uh and uh, i also wanted to ask uh, right about uh, deep right now uh, the megaton championship um what is what's the status with that it hasn't been um it hasn't been contended for at least over a year any uh, news or anything that you could say about that um, you know, I think they're working on getting a contender. Um, it might be on their next event. I think they have a couple of heavyweights fighting that might contend for the title. And, um, you know, if my, if the schedule is not conflicting with Ryzen, um, you know, I, I'll throw it, you know, I'll, I'll get in that fight too and defend my title. I don't want to just babysit it either. You know, I'm, I'm willing to defend it, uh, if the timing works out. Uh, and, uh, I'm just curious to know, since it is the main, uh, the main part, uh, uh, fight of the card. If you have uh, a a pick in the highly anticipated Tension Nasakawa versus Kyochi Horiguchi kickboxing match. Oh man, you know, like I'm a huge Tension fan, actually. Man, I, man, the kid's freaking. He's man, he's fun to watch. Just everything about him, you know, is his his composure, his his entrance. You know, the way he just comes out for a 19 year old is like. Man, it's pretty impressive, and uh, you know I'm a big fan. But then the other half of me is like, oh man, I kind of want Oraguchi to win because he, you know, he represents us on the MMA side, you know. So it'd be pretty cool to have him win a kickboxing match from the MMA side. But man, if I had to put my money on it, I'd probably have to go attention in a kickboxing match. Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh no, you're not the you're not the only one to think that. Um, yeah. Yeah. Actually, curious to know since uh, you mentioned that 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 Crow Cop side has requested these um these restrictions for the uh, or I should say the, but the uh, stipulations uh, regarding the weight um what was the uh, what was the other restriction that you said that the uh, that the uh, uh, not a restriction they they request they asked to do a ten minute run. oh you oh, know the pride yeah oh, yeah stipulation yeah. I'm sorry not st- restriction um. Yeah. Uh, are there any other stipulations for this uh, for this fight that you can uh, that you're allowed to uh, mention uh, that are? That... Uh, 
Yeah, no, I think that's about it. Those are the two that uh, kind of surprised or the weight one surprised me a little bit. And then the time limit, I kind of just figured they're looking at me thinking I'm going to gas out um, kind of thing. You know, they probably want to test my gas tank. How about so, the elbows? Uh, was Is that something that uh, that they came to you and said, are you okay with elbows? Uh, yeah, we're, like, they asked both of us if we're okay with elbows. So, they, yeah, we're both good on elbows. Okay, good. Excellent. Uh, and uh, I want to give you an opportunity right now uh, in case if Crow Cop ever listens to, uh, to this audio. Um, I don't know if he is a listener to us, but uh, if he ever is, I want to give you an opportunity to uh, say whatever you want to him or about him. Uh, wish him a Merry Christmas. Uh, say you're going to beat the shit out of him. Whatever you want to say. This is your opportunity to say it to, to, uh, to him if he ever listens. Uh, <laughs> All right, yeah, uh, yeah Crow Cop, you know... Uh, the legend of the game and i'm just uh i'm glad i'm getting the opportunity to compete against them and uh, you know um man i'm looking forward to really you know it's just going to be an honor to share the ring and uh, the one thing i want to do is you know put on a good fight for the fans and and uh you know we'll throw down and and uh hopefully put on the best fight of the night you know and i, I wish you wish them well on everything and you know we're just both competitors and you know no no hard feelings or anything uh you know let's have fun and fight mm-hmm. it's a fight game uh, yep yep and uh i want to give you also opportunity to uh to plug uh your social media where people can find you your sponsors your team and uh, whoever else you want to give a shout out to um yeah you know you can uh find me on roki martinez 86 on instagram and my facebook is the same roki martinez 86 um, you know, I post a lot of my training and day-to-day type stuff on there. So if you ever want to follow along and see what the daily stuff is, follow me there. And uh, I'd like to uh, thank, you know, my sponsors. A uh, lot to thank. But, you know, they know who they are. And um, my team for always being there. Training partners, um, you know, all my coaches and, you know, and, and all the fans and friends and family. You know, it's just... It's really a team, a team thing, and I'm really appreciative of all of them. And uh, you know, yeah, just thanks for all the support. Appreciate it. I also just want to say uh, as well. I know that uh, Guam is in the middle of a typhoon, or a typhoon is coming. Uh, uh, we just had one, maybe three days ago. Okay. Well, I just want to say, yeah. I just want to mention. I hope that you, your family, friends, everybody in Guam is safe, and hopefully that there's not. Hopefully it's not as bad as as uh, it was made out to be. I don't know if it was or or wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. We we took some damage, but you know, good good thing everyone was safe and no one got injured. And you know, the the main thing everyone was safe. Uh, we can all the all the uh, damages to the structures and all that's fine as long as no one got hurt. Okay, so, that's good to hear because I don't know if yeah. you, you probably heard in the United States we're going to be having a hurricane as well on the southern part of the United States. Yeah, uh, man, it's, it seems like they're coming everywhere now. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, but I'm just happy to, uh, that um, you're safe and everybody, uh, it sounds like it wasn't as bad as, as uh, a typhoon yeah. could be. Yeah, and thank um, you. I appreciate it. No problem. And uh, I w- I'm going to wish you best of luck on this fight. It's a yeah, it, uh, I guess if, if to put it in video game terms, if there was a final boss, uh, in life and in, in, uh, in heavyweight MMA, Crow Cop yeah. is definitely one of those final bosses. 
Oh, yeah, for sure. And yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I wish you the best of luck in the fight. And, you know, hopefully uh, no, no, it, it ends swiftly and as, as, pain, as painless as possible uh, for, uh, for, I, for either of you. <laughs> Yeah, 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 for sure. We don't want anybody getting hurt, but, yeah. you know, yeah. But, uh, yeah, good yeah, luck with the thanks. fight, and uh, hopefully we can definitely talk again. All right, thank you. Yeah, thanks for having me again. Appreciate it. Thank you again, Rocky. You have a great day now. All right, thank you. You too. Take care. Bye. All right.